0: It is a joy to be here with you all, a joy to be here at Salem Baptist Church, and um, a joy to see Jonathan and Hannah. Thank you so much for your kindness and faithfulness to the Lord and to us, especially to your members, uh, Jonathan, Hannah, Caleb, and Sarah there in Spain. Um, It was God's timing in a number of things. Pastor mentioned some. But it was a timing, God's timing for us to move up to Logroño, northern part of Spain. I was thinking that I would retire and then move up and be a part of that team and help them. But um, for some reason, only God knows. And I don't like to move. He moved us. And so we moved up a year before all that's happened, happened, and you're, you're well aware of. And so, our supposedly being here for almost six months in the States to say thank you to the churches, to say goodbye to the churches as a retiring process, we, it's all been changed. And now it's a two month short furlough. We get back a week later, Caleb and Sarah leave on furlough, and um, we thank the Lord for all that he is doing, and you're a part of it. Thank you uh, for your prayers. Thank you for the privilege of being here and sharing with you. Um, Pam says, I'll be praying for you. I'll need it. Um, It is very emotional, but God is good. God is good. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Take your version of the scriptures. I have mine that I use here in the States. Uh, I don't use this version in, in, in Spain because I have a Spanish Bible. So I don't read. I do all my devotions, studies out of, out of Spanish. And so when I come to States, I have this English before me. And it doesn't sound right, especially since it came from England. So you'll bear bear with me as I struggle through this passage, reading the Scripture. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Paul says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now ye are able. For ye are, verse 3, if you're not being able to follow me along, verse 3, for ye are are yet carnal, for whereas there are among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. Have I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God which, he is, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid which is Christ Jesus. Paul was well aware of the Greek culture of his time and their tendency to uh, factions. Paul and his companion Apollos had been taken as leaders of two parties. But it says, and that had to deal with carnality, people choosing leaders, choosing sides, So what was happening in that time in the country was in the the church also. And that is a big temptation for us, to bring things of the world into the church and work that thing out as far as who who I'm for, whom I'm against. But verse 5 starts out saying, Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? What are they? They're gardeners. You like to plant? You like to see fruit? You like to plant corn? Tomatoes? Anybody do any canning? Is that still done today? Yeah, it's done because you can buy it in the store. I've seen it. Right? It's done, but on another level. They're gardeners. What about Paul and Apollos? They are one in issue. They're partners. They're They are united in operations, separate in responsibility, activity, and reward. They are nothing, yet something. We have a solemn thought in verse 9 For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's buildings. Christ said, and we just sang it in John chapter 19, verse 30. It is finished, complete. Nothing more can be added to the gift of our salvation. Because the provision of salvation is done, our work has begun. Every Christian has a solemn call. In John chapter 17, verse 18, Jesus said, as you, talking to the Father, as you have sent me, I have sent them into the world. We've all been sent. None of us can just be bystanders, observers in the the stadium watching the game. We've all been sent. And that's a solemn call and a solemn thought. We work together to do God's work where he is working, and what he is doing. I noticed through uh, Jonathan and Caleb, the church is is studying um, God's will. What's the title? Knowing God's will? Experiencing God. I think I should know it because I taught it four times in Spanish and twice in English. In fact, I taught it here to the college and career class many moons ago when I was on furlough. Experiencing God. I love that. Love teaching that, that study, giving that study. And I'm glad you're working through it. May the Lord give you all wisdom and direction as you think and apply the principles. There is great encouragement to labor together with God. What is it? Found in verse 7. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. What is our great encouragement? As we labor together with God, success is sure. He will give the increase in his time. Planting and watering the seed in the ministry. The planting of the seed, preparing the soil, the initial contact with people. The process of the seed with watering, the seed dies and germinates, new birth. The pr- progress of the seed with watering, the roots grow down and the plant grows upward. Discipleship. The product of the seed is fruit a mature believer who's able to do the same thing that they just received. The power of the seed, Hebrews 4:12, 12. The piercing and dividing asunder, going in. And we'll see a picture about that. We praise the Lord for those who plant. We praise the Lord for those who water. And we praise the Lord when he gives the increase. So I'd like to share with you the ministry that we're involved in there in Spain. And if you have any questions, you can ask Jonathan and Hannah. (laughs) By God's grace, uh, for the past 45 years, we've been able to plant the seed and disciple, help people grow in the Lord, and being able to turn over ministries that's so exciting uh, here you look for a job, there we try to get out of a job. Or in other words, we turn over the ministries to different people. Uh, some of our time there in Spain, we still, after 29 years in Venezuela, we still deal with Venezuelans. And there are different pe- people there. There's uh, Juan and Egle Liscano. They're doing a church plant. Uh, another friends of ours who... Um, Frank is a doctor. He left Venezuela. He spent a year and a half with us in Spain trying to bring his family over from Venezuela. People we know, people we we have invested in, Miguel and Yoselina in Ecuador. They were with us in Venezuela, now in Ecuador doing a ministry. Uh, Fernando Ordonquint. uh, He's stayed in Venezuela and has a ministry. I, I received their prayer letters. I pray for them. And on occasion, we're able to send help by medicines or food or clothing or just a special offering. Uh, Edgar and Kayla, they're in Brazil. They're ministering to the immigrants, Venezuelan immigrants from Venezuela in, in Brazil. And so he has a ministry there uh, with those people. Miguel and Clara Eustis. Uh, in the Portadas area of uh, having a great ministry there. Uh, a pesar. Even though um, there are all the difficulties there in the country, they still are able to carry on the ministry and uh, do a great work with the children and with the, uh, the whole church. We praise the Lord for them. Uh, about four years ago, we were able to turn over the work of the uh, Atujica Baptist Church to Marco Iturralde. Iturralde is a name of Basque country in Spain, but sometime in the past, that name, family, went to Ecuador, and that's where he's from, and he was uh, voted in as, as pastor, and um, and then the church uh, ordained We had the commissioning service, and he became pastor. You can see Caleb on, well, it's my right. That would be your right also. And there's Jonathan. You can see his head. I can, because I know he's there. But he's there also. We went down, and we were part of that special service. So that ministry was uh, turned over. Then a seminary that was started before we even got there in 1987, uh, Bible Institute, Bible College, and they became a part of fellowship of European uh, Institute's Theological Training, Uh, we were able to, with the help of uh, others, Jonathan was a part of this process, Caleb was too, to nationalize the Bible Institute. Alfredo Caravaca is the president, uh, director of the Bible Institute. Before him was... um, J.T. Lyons, Lyons, then his son, Jonathan Lyons, uh, Ken Albright, and myself. And so over those 26 years, the missionaries were in charge. Now Alfredo is in charge and doing a great job. The pastors, the national pastors, are on board with him and uh, they're teaching and doing a great job. We, did I do that? Okay, you did that. You're trying to read my mind and so he they have 85 students right now and sometimes on campus or at a church and then from that church those who attend there is sent out to rest of Spain and so we we praise the Lord for him he works in the administrative part of a university in uh, Barcelona Spain and so he has that quality of organization and so we praise the Lord for him and what God is doing through him Okay, I did, Okay. Mm, oh, the part of our ministry there in Spain is also helping other churches. I heard that helping a church in the Canary Islands, uh, a great ministry, a Spaniard pastor was very uh, depressed. Um, he wanted encouragement, and so I flew down there and was able to be with him. I helped the church in Madrid as their missionary. Would, was on furlough for six months, and so I met with them when it was nice weather in the park. They still don't have a place to, uh, to meet, but the, the missionary's back, and so they're able to uh, work the, that out. I went to Mar- Morocco and um, met Marwan and Mafer, Marwan is from Morocco. Mafer is from Ecuador. And they married, and they had to go through the process of being legally married in Spain and legally married in Morocco, which was the difficult part because they don't allow a Moroccan. Is that how you say a person from Morocco? Is that all right? Uh, to marry anyone outside their faith, which is the Muslim faith. And and they're Christians. And so he has his own business and has a marvelous work and does a podcast. He's in Rabat and um, doing a great work. Uh, They only are allowed to have house churches. They cannot have property. They cannot have a church, a Christian church. I clicked and nothing happened. There you go. They have a pod pa- podcast that they do in Casablanca, which is about almost two hours south of Rabat. Rabat is the capital, where the where the king lives, and so that's really nice area. And Casablanca is a huge city. But there they meet up with Said, the one on your left. Your right. Ru- your left. Uh, Said eh, had a very interesting testimony. And um, he, through this podcast, they offer Bibles. And so he got a contact from a teenage boy. And a teenage boy wanted a Bible. So he said, We'll meet up somewhere in a plaza uh, town center, and I'll give you the Bible. Well, the father of this teenager got a hold of his son's cell phone and continued the information. Uh, continue the contact if it was his son and then the the man got some police people to come with him to meet up for Saeed to give the Bible which is illegal and so uh, not permitted it's not illegal it's just not permitted if you can understand the two different the difference there the Muslim faith doesn't allow it but the country does does and so they took Saeed into jail and the missionary that was with him called the embassy, and the embassy said, let him go. And so they let the American missionary go, but Saeed was put in prison. And then when the court case came up, uh, the, the judge was right there, Saeed was right there, the, the 14-year-old teenager's father was right there, and the judge said to, uh, to the father, have you read the Koran? Well, a little bit. He said to Saeed, have you read the Koran? All of it. He said to the father, have you read the Bible? And he said, no, I would never read the Bible. And he said to the judge, the judge said to Saeed, have you read the Bible? Yes, all of it. And he said to the father, case dismissed. If you're not well trained to train your child how to not receive a Bible, this man is not guilty. And so Saeed was walking out of the course because it was done over. over and Said turned around and said, can I have my Bible back? The judge says, you want to go back to jail? And so he walked out. He had to get a new Bible. So a very interesting ministry there. It was, it was a blessing to me to see how they work. If you want to witness to someone, you, you say, I'm going to have coffee with someone at a bar. A bar there is a coffee shop. Same thing in Spain. Well, going to La Uh the Lord has allowed us to be there. As I mentioned, we arrived earlier than I thought we would arrive. Um, but God is working in a mighty way. I don't know if Caleb shared with you this morning, Jonathan, about the five visitors. Uh, praise the Lord for that. Um, our addition to the team, Pax was born one year ago, September 19th. So this coming September, he'll be one year old. Um We are working also with Jonathan before I got there, uh, working with Aitor, is a Spaniard uh, who wants to go into the ministry and is taking classes online with the seminary there in Spain, the Bible Institute in Spain. We praise the Lord for him, and he's in the rotation of uh, teachers on Sunday. Um, That's the little group, the little, what they call local, that they have there, a meeting place. This is um, a picture I've been sharing with churches. Before Jonathan left, he planted a seed tomato, tomatoes, tomato plants. Well, because of their situation, they left and I started watering the plant. And then some tomatoes came up. There's more tomatoes. When I left, that was the last picture I took before I left. So Caleb is watering and he's also eating. There is a recipe for green tomatoes that my mother had of green tomato mock men's meat. For mock men's meat pies, she used green tomatoes. I don't have that recipe, so I don't know anything about it. But Caleb is enjoying the red tomatoes. But that's the ministry. And when we were in Venezuela, we ate yuca. Yuca, from seed to produce, takes three to five years tomatoes take from 60 to 100 days depending on the location well this is our yucca that lady there in the pool child's pool is evelyn she was baptized the first sunday of this month and it was a seed planted three years ago that seed was planted (laughs) to god be the glory uh, Sarah met her. Then Hannah met her. There was watering. She kept asking questions and Hannah was there. And I got all the, I went back uh, on all the text messages and took screenshots and put them in order on my phone of when that happened in January, when that happened in February, when that happened in March. And she didn't come one Sunday. She started coming to the, to the Bible study. She didn't come one Sunday, but she listened in on our facebook message and i mentioned i was doing the bible study that sunday and i mentioned that no one seeks after god unless god is seeking after them that bothered her because she was attending she was asking questions she works for the municipal government giving exercise classes to women and children and on her break between classes she goes to a park sits at a bench and eats her little snack before the next class while she was wandering around not going to her normal bench where she always sits and has her snack she went to this bench before she received Christ as her savior having heard that no one seeks after God unless God is seeking after them and there was written right there you can't maybe see it very well anyways it says in Spanish Jesus te salva Jesus saves you. Jesus saves. Well, you notice the different colors of shoes? That's because it was another day. She went back and it said, Jesus saved you, past tense, after she had received Christ as her Savior. And that's all part of a planting and watering and everyone taking part without us knowing what God is doing directly. It was God, and that's the power of the seed. That seed was planted, and it grew up and just broke that rock. I looked at another uh, picture, and the man wanted to plant a tree in his rock fence. He says, "I can't do it." He said, "I'll plant a seed." He planted a seed, and years later, a tree was there in his rock fence. That's the power of the seed. So discipleship. After salvation, after baptism, discipleship. Discipleship was going on with Hannah before she was saved and baptized. And um, Sarah, Pam, excuse me, Hannah started discipleship with her. Pam was doing it, and now Sarah is continuing the process. And so it's all part of the ministry, of being a team ministry, and it's so exciting. Rejoice with us that God is doing a great work On the way down to the graduation, uh, Caleb and I drove down to the end of the school year and there was a graduation in the seminary and we saw this rainbow and I just took a picture, a couple pictures of it right out the window of the car. So it's probably not very clear, but that's God's promise. He will give the increase. And that's what we're excited about. It might take a long time, three to five years. We might have a lot of yucca plants in Spain, but God will give the increase. The seed was planted in our hearts 45 years ago. As you can see, nothing has changed. <laughs> I said to my home church, we were with them a couple Sundays ago, our Sending Church, and I said, before I begin, I want to answer your, some of your questions. Yes, I am heavier now than I am I was last year, and yes, I've lost more more hair, but no, I'm married to the same woman after 49 years. And we want to say thank you to you. Uh, As pray that as we continue to plant and water together, we will see God have the increase. Because you're a vital part of it, and we thank you for it. I guess that's it. Pastor.
1: Tim, if you would. Thank you. If you would stay here just for a moment. And Pam, would you join us just for a moment, please? You don't have to talk much, I promise. Unless you want to. (laughs) I want for, like we do many times when missionaries come to visit us, I want for us to spend just a moment um, hearing how we as a church can lift the darlings up in prayer on a regular basis moving forward from this point. So, Tim and Pam, just as you're thinking kind of together, is there anything you can think of that um, you say, we really need prayer
0: in this area? I can think of wisdom. We need wisdom uh, as we go through the process of, um, of, um, what's that word? Not retirement, but... uh not the no, the extension. The, the extension. extension. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and um, for God's wisdom, and uh, as we go back to Spain, Lord willing, they leave the 18th, arrive the 19th, that um, God will just help us with Aitor, the Spaniard. Um, he is 41 years old, not married, and is, has a girlfriend in Guatemala, and um, he's going to visit her and then come back. We're not sure if he's going to come back married or not, but uh, as we d- work with him, wisdom in, in all aspects of ministry there in yeah. Spain. And
1: for clarity's sake, when he talks about the extension, you, he, w- he doesn't look it at all, but he's reached retirement age. And a mission agency has, um, has granted him to be able, or is in the process of granting him to be able to stay on the field a little bit longer past retirement age. Mm-hmm. So That's what we're praying for there. Um, what else when it comes to maybe family? Um, so our church is very familiar with your family. Um, is there any one in particular or anything that we can be praying Joseph. for there? Joseph? Joseph is a prayer request. Okay, just Joseph? You know, you know. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's a, he's a prayer request. Uh,
1: Joseph is know. a prayer request, yeah, all right.
0: Sarah Absolutely. had some issues, but she's, praise the okay, Lord, out coming out of it with counseling. And Daniel is in Texas pastoring two churches that are associated. Hispanic work in the English-speaking church. Yeah. And so we're going to go see them next Wednesday. Good. Yeah. Good.
1: There, there is a, another thing.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to let you hold that. A, for, a couple that formerly worked with us in Venezuela, Peter and Gail Tidd, called one day and asked if they could help because they knew we were going home on furlough. And um, they knew that the Romains were here. And they asked if they could help. And so they leave Tuesday, Tuesday, to go to Spain and take our place, help yep. Caleb and Sarah, as, and it'll only be for weeks so, uh, before they come back. So pray for them as they get used to Spain and the things that they're going to do. They worked with us in the ministry in Venezuela for wow. a number of years, and Gail is almost like a second mother to Sarah. Okay, good.
1: Anything else you can think of that our church can be praying for? You've given us a lot already. Yeah. But um, church, can we pray for the darlings right now? Father, we come to you and we ask that you continue to bless Tim and Pam's ministry. Father, you've done so much in them over the years to plant seeds um, that then, Father, go and and grow. And Lord, there is fruit, um, multiple generations of fruit as a result of what you have allowed them to be a part of. Thank you, Father. Father, may we follow their example of being seeds that are willing to die so that you can use us in any way that you see fit. So, Father, we, we believe that you will bring that increase, like 1 Corinthians chapter 3 promises that, Father, in, in due time, and we may not see it in our, in our lifetime, but in due time, Father, you will bring about redemption, and you will bring about restoration, and, Lord, you will bring about salvation. So, Father, we thank you and we praise you for that. Father, we pray for these things that Tim and Pam have have mentioned, that, Lord, um, you will continue to work in their family, in their their ministry lives, the friends who are going to Spain. Lord, for the church there in Spain to continue to flourish. And, Lord, uh, once again, we pray that in all things you may be preeminent and lifted high. Our Father, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.